Welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Your host is Becky Olson. Our show is here to help breast cancer patients, survivors, their friends, and family by providing resources, support, and inspiration they can use right now. Here is your host, Becky Olson. Thank you so much, and welcome to our show today. My name is Becky Olson. I'm the co-founder of Breast Friends. I'm also a five-time survivor of advanced stage breast cancer. I'm a motivational speaker and the published author of The Hat That Saved My Life. And today, before I introduce our guest, I, you know, I was trying to think of what, what message really stands true to me this morning. And I know I've talked about this a million times, but I'm going to talk about it one more time. And that is kindness. Huh, seems like our world is just collapsing into all kinds of chaos and and difficulty and you know if people could just be kind to each other it's such a simple idea but kindness takes it takes shape in so many ways one is by just being patient with each other i mean we all struggle with life and from time to time we deal with with odd circumstances things that catch us off guard but just being patient and trying to understand if somebody says something that sounds offensive to you you know, maybe you didn't hear it right. It's possible you didn't hear it right. Or or maybe they're really dealing with something else and you just happen to walk in their path at the wrong moment. But kindness, if we can just all take a minute, step back, take a breath and think, how can I be kind to this person who just cut me off in traffic? You don't know what their story is. Maybe they're rushing someone to the hospital. You, you don't know what's going on in their life right now that causes people to react in a certain way. So if you approach it with kindness, it's okay to err on the side of kindness. I don't that's a good thing. I like that. So anyway, I just wanted to say that one more time because I'm just I'm trying to avoid the news as much as possible because I just ah, it just sets my day wrong. <laughs> but I wanted to also talk about this because my guest today is truly, truly, truly one of the kindest people I know. Um, I, I'll, I'm going to introduce her in a minute, but I want to tell you a really special thing that she does. She has a, a service where she sends out cards to people that are very special, and she's taken posts off my Facebook page and that she knew were meaningful to me that might have include a photo, and she'll put that photo on a card and send me a very meaningful message that comes to me sometimes at those moments when it's just so important. My husband, I know those cards are sent to me, but my husband enjoys them too. And we look at those cards and we think, oh, that's Kelly. That's Kelly. And on that, I'm going to introduce our guest today. So Kelly Girl, she is a wonderful, high-spirited, high-energy, kind person. And I, she came into my life several years ago through Breast Friends. And I just, I don't know, the two of us just really, really connected uh, she is an equine, and I don't know if it's gestalt or gestalt. How do you, Kelly, just say that word for me? Gestalt. You got it. Gestalt. Okay. She's an equine gestalt coach and happiness and relationship marketing expert. She's also a professional speaker, a professional songwriter, best-selling author and publisher. She owns the Happy Success Ranch Retreat, where she holds one- and three-day retreats at her home. Uh, it's a 40-acre horse ranch and she has 12 horses. She's been married to Dave Grill for 18 years. Um, Dave sadly lost his first wife to breast cancer, and Kelly and Dave have three children and six grandchildren. And Kelly is an eight-year melanoma survivor. And I think that's probably why we just connected so quickly and easily. We just have, you know, the speaking thing is just a lot of things in common. But welcome, Kelly, to my show. I'm so excited to have you on today. 
Thank you so much. I've been so excited and truly, truly so honored that you would ask me to come on because I am, as I told you yesterday, I'm so darn proud of you and you inspire my husband Dave and I so much and I just love you, lady. <laughs> oh, love you right back, sister. <laughs> so, so Kelly, you. why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? We'll, we'll get into the equine stuff in just a minute, but you know, just tell sure. us a little bit about your family. I know you have a twin sister, right? And I yeah. boy, I'll tell you, I see pictures of the two. I really don't know who's who. There <laughs> must be some telling feature that you can point out to me. But I, yeah. You guys are like totally identical. It's crazy. Um, but oh, it's so talk much about fun. that and your hobbies oh, sure. besides horses. Well, you know, just a little bit about you just so our audience can know you too. Okay, well, and I love that you brought up my twin sister because, you know, she is my partner in crime. She lives in Nashville with her husband, but um, we have always been horsewomen. And I tell people, um, from we are 54 years old now, and we have had horses our entire lives. And um, we were, I always say, we were born on horses, not literally, but we have <laughs> photos of our mom and dad holding us when we are like, you know, I don't know, a couple weeks old, and they're holding oh us God. on a horse. And oh, then we have it. photos. It's, it's so fun. And um, then we also have photos of us riding big quarter horses all by ourselves when we are only two years old. And, um, <laughs> and it's So, like Kelly, what is a quarter horse? What's a quarter horse? A, I always picture like a quarter is, of a, a horse. And- I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, a quarter horse is a breed of horses. And if you ever, uh, there's all different breeds of horses, Arabians, thoroughbreds, quarter horses, you know, all those different breeds. And, um, and if you ever watch the, um, like the Kentucky Derby or any of the big races, you'll see the thoroughbred being led out and there's always a horse and a rider on the side of the thoroughbred being ridden by the jockey and that horse is usually a quarter horse or a paint. A paint is kind of like a quarter horse but with a splash of color um, and so that quarter horses are people say and I believe it because we've had a lot of quarter horses they are kind of the most solid uh, down to earth they really are um, they're really dependable they're not real flighty, and so you know that's how that's how our grandpa and our parents allowed us to ride quarter horses when we were only two. Okay, because <laughs> they're okay, really so, you know solid and and seem to be a little bit more laid back. If that makes so when sense. when you go, yeah, when you when you go to a place you know where they sell horse rides, you know you can get on a horse and do like a trail ride or something. Are those quarter yeah. horses? Or are they those are usually quarter horses? Yes. Okay, uh, and um, they they're just. They just have a really good mind to them. I mean, don't get me wrong. We have all breeds out here. Uh, out of our 12 horses, we've got all different breeds. And um, But the majority of our horses that we have out here are quarter horses and um, and paints. The, the horse that worked with you, Rowdy, he is a paint, which is, you know, okay. kind of a version of a quarter horse with splashes of color. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, and we're going to talk about my experience with Rowdy here in just a few minutes, but because uh, that was magical, I have to say. Um, but okay, so obviously your love attraction for horses started very early. I mean, like you yeah. said, your parents put you on horses, holding holding you obviously when you were a couple of weeks old. So I was going to ask you when did you fall in love with them, but I think I already know the answer to that. Like day one, right? <laughs> 
Well, and my mom jokes around. She says when she was pregnant with us, she, you know, most people crave, you know, really different cravings when they're pregnant. She craved carrots. And she said, it was so weird. She goes, I don't know why I just craved carrots. I couldn't get enough carrots. And then she said, when you were born, you were born with bright orange hair. And she <laughs> said, and then you just started loving horses. And she thought, oh, goodness, did I do this to them? <laughs> <laughs> and your sister has bright red hair, too, I know. I mean, yeah, it's just... So- we, you yeah. know, and we even, you know, from some of the mean kids in school, in in elementary school, they would call us carrot tops. And oh, I remember God. one time I looked right at this kid and I said, carrot tops are green. <laughs> <laughs> so you know anyway. what? Good point. Because <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Never it in my whole fun. life have I ever thought of that. I'm going to remember the next time I hear somebody call someone a carrot top, I'm going to say their hair's not green. What do you mean? You know? <laughs> I love that, Kelly. That's that's great. Perfect. Yeah, I had to get back at him, but it was. Um, but you know what's interesting? We we at first didn't like our red hair, and then grew to love it. And um, it's it's so interesting how sometimes things like that happen in your lives. And um, but it was. Yeah, she said. And then we were born in 1966, which is the year of the horse. And um, there is just something about me with horses and my twin sister. She's got four horses in Nashville. <laughs> and you have 12 horses here in, in the Oregon, in, in the Portland well, area. <laughs> Good yeah, for you. And, well, um, and so, I, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and out of the 12, um, eight of them eight of them have been rescues. And um, so, you know, where their lives were in jeopardy and they, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen to them. And we feared possibly them, you know, go, going to slaughter or just all the, all the different things that can happen to horses along the way. And so my, I'm married to an amazing man who helps me rescue horses. <laughs> I love that. You know, and I remember now that you say that, when I was there for that retreat, that there was one that you were even either in the process of rescuing or you had just brought him to the yes. to the ranch. I can't. That it seems was like it was a our, black horse. The, yes, yes, and it is. Um, yeah, it's just amazing. Some of the journeys that horses' lives take, and um, and one of the reasons is because horses are not cheap. Horses are expensive to keep. You can, you know, my husband and I joke around. You can be given a free horse, but that horse is going to cost you a lot of money. <laughs> so yeah. you know, and that's where it is. Um, you know, it's, they're they're very expensive to keep and keep up on what their you know medical needs and their hooves and you know all the. Different different things and especially their feed. So um, so it is I am so fortunate because we live on forty acres and it grows its own hay. And so where we oh, would normally great. have to pay yeah. like twelve dollars a bale, we you know, the guy comes and cuts and rakes and bales it and charges us, you know, like three dollars a bale. And so that's how we can rescue some and have so oh, many wow. and you know, all of that. Yeah, and, so it's, and I heard it's that, it, that to have a horse it takes about three acres of land for each horse. So it's yeah. not it's yeah. not something you can't just get a horse and put him in your backyard. I mean it yeah. you have to <laughs> I you wish gotta we have could space, then all right? of us could have a horse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well I'm I'm really excited about this because and I want to ask you, you know, a lot, there's a lot of people that do therapy in different ways. You know, where there's life coaches and there's um, social workers and there, there's people that do a lot of coaching in a lot of different ways. Why did you decide or how did you figure out that working with horses and partnering with a horse 
was a good idea. I mean, it, yeah. it seems well, like a difficult idea, but how, yeah. how did that come about? <laughs> well, it was, it was so interesting. About 12 years ago, I started a thing, and I think you know this about me. Um, I started a, uh, actually an organization called Oregon Horse Country. They have now changed the name, and it's called Oregon Horse Council. And it's basically like a chamber of commerce for horse and equine businesses. And um, and you can just be a horse lover and belong to it too, and um, and it's won a bunch of awards and it's really it's really innovative and it's really been amazing. And I was their chairperson for like five or six years, uh, helping get it off the ground and and all of that. And now it's actually based out of Prineville, Oregon, but it's statewide. And I would see all of these equine businesses that were, you know, they could be a saddle shop or they could be a barn that, you know, boards horses or, uh, you know, uh, uh, dressage, you know, uh, trainer or even a, uh, a barrel racing trainer or, you know, all these, everything you can imagine with a horse. Even, you know, the mounted police were members and, you know, all these things, people who sold hay. So, um, and I told my husband one day, and it was when you and I were, you know, really, really connected with our National Speaker Association, the Oregon chapter and all of that. And I told my husband one day, I said, you know, I should have a business with my horses. I said, I've always just had my horses for my personal enjoyment. And, um, and I've let people come and love on them and ride them and, you know, do all that stuff. And I said, they're just such wonderful, magical healers. And I don't know where I'd be today without my horses. And he was like, that sounds like a great idea. So um, then I started talking about it more and more. And I was like, you know, I, I speak on happiness and I have books on happiness. Wouldn't it be fun to mix happiness with horses? Because horses make people so happy. <laughs> so um, that was where that all kind of stemmed from, is that I saw people with an equine business, and I was like, hmm, you know. I and, do. and just yeah. to tell your listeners, this is where sometimes we really need to think outside of the box. You know, um, it's so great when you mix your passion with your employment. Yes, <laughs> because you I know, couldn't. I thing, couldn't agree with that more. Absolutely. Yep. Never feels yeah, like you're working so when you do that. It never feels like you're working. You just you that's stole right. that right out of. Yeah, that's exactly yep. what I was going to say. It's like if you if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And yeah. so it's it's um, it's been that. And I knew if I was going to do it. I needed to find the best of the best, and not that there aren't just amazing uh, equine therapy, you know, trainings and things out there, but I had heard of Melissa Pierce with Touched by a Horse, and I was like, I, if I get with somebody, I have got to get with her, and I, I had a call um, with her for about 20 minutes, and she said, oh, wow, Kelly, you're already doing retreats, you should get your your equine gestalt certification and become a coach with this because you're already speaking, you've already got books, you've, you've been filling retreats and, you know, doing this stuff. And, and so it all just, you know, one thing led to another and now here I am today. <laughs> I love it so much. So we're going to go out to break in a couple of minutes. So I'm, okay. I'm just going to, and then we'll pick up. We have so much good con- conversation to have here. I'm really excited. So let, let's, before we go out to break, why don't you just explain very quickly what is equine therapy? It's not about riding horses. Okay. It's way exactly. different than that. So, so, 
So, yes, and equine gestalt coaching, gestalt means wholeness. It's a German word for wholeness. And so what the equine gestalt method is, is that we are, we believe that everyone has it in them to heal themselves, that they know their answers, but it's just outside of their awareness. So, um, so what the horses do as a co-coach and as a partner, horses always live in the present moment. They are always in the here and now. You know, if they're mad at another herd, you know, uh, herd member, they'll kick at them or bite at them, but then they're happy again. <laughs> you know, they don't hold on to <laughs> yeah, all the grudges and they just let it go. <laughs> They just let it go. And so, um, so we, so we believe that everybody can heal themselves with their own, you know, get to their own wholeness and their own, you know, uh, happiness and their own fulfillment. And it's just a matter of helping them into the right direction and guiding them. And that's what the horses and an equine gestalt coach do, do together. They help a person Find what they are needing to get themselves to that, you know, get rid of some of those past hurts and traumas and unfinished business so they can live a happier, more fulfilled life. I love it. Kelly, we're going to take a break. Excuse me. So when we come back, though, we're going to kind of describe just a little bit of what it actually looks like. I'm going to share an unbelievable experience I had when I was out there. And I'll tell you, if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, I wouldn't have believed this story. So um, I'm just in awe of all of this. So when we come back, we're going to pick this whole conversation up and it's going to get very exciting. So, and it already is. So this is cool. All right. So stay tuned. We'll be back in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to keep our doors open and to keep this radio program alive. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can visit us at breastfriends.org. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Visit breastfriends.org and contribute today. Female cancers affect women, but women's effects are felt throughout our families, workplaces, and communities. Electa is driving advances in precision radiation medicine across our portfolio of devices. By enabling treatment that is highly responsive to changes in tumor shape, position, and biology, but doesn't compromise the health of surrounding tissue and the patient, we protect the moments that matter in the lives of women with female cancers and everyone they touch. Learn more at Electa.com. That's E-L-E-K-T-A.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. You are tuned into Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. To reach the program today, please call us at 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Becky at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to our program. Before I bring our guest back into the conversation, I wanted to just mention uh, that there are four ways you can be involved with this program, and I know our our constant listeners have heard this, so you can probably mouth it along with me. But one, the first way is to share the link to this program with your friends. If you know anyone who you think might be interested in equine therapy, maybe attending something locally in your area, send them a link to this show so they can hear what it's really about. Um, another way you can support us is to donate via text. You go to just text to the number 41444, the words BF Radio. And then that will open up a new window and you can make a donation that would be completely in support of this program, which would be awesome. And then join our uh, Facebook group page. It's called Breast Friends Around the Globe. Just go to your Facebook page, search for that name, and then join us because this is where we, we can talk about episodes. People post some of their own silly things that they're doing during this difficult and trying time, and it's really been a pretty positive place to be. Um, and then, of course, the fourth way is to nominate yourself as a guest to be on my show. And um, you can write me at Becky at BreastFriends.org. Tell me why you'd like to be on the show, and we'll have a conversation. So, <clears throat> excuse me, on that note, I'm going to welcome back... Miss Kelly Grill. Um, Kelly, we, we're just getting going on some really great conversations, so let's um, pick this up. I would like you, if you don't mind, to describe to our audience what they can expect at a retreat, because it is not about riding horses. I've had a lot of right. people say to me, they were confused. They go, well, I don't, I don't like horses. They scare me. I don't want to ride one. Well, you don't ride one. Yeah. 
And, right. and I actually prefer not writing, <laughs> to be uh-huh. perfectly honest with you, because I've had some, exactly. some very difficult experiences, as has Aaron, our engineer on this program. So we were yep. just sharing during the break. But, um, but it's not about that. It's so much more than that. And so why don't you just give people, a, just kind of, like, describe for us what happens at a retreat. Right. What so, can expect? Yeah, I, and I've done some three-day retreats and some one-day retreats. I actually, during my certification uh, process, it was a two-year intense process. I had to do like 11 trips to different barns and horses all over America to get certified. And so um, I uh, have done one-day retreats and, and the other retreats. So let me talk about the one that you attended. So okay. um, what happens is, is it's usually a group of about eight women women, and then I have an assistant and a photographer here, and we end up, um, you know, basically, it's, it's, a, it's a group of gals that have come together because they usually have something that they know is in their background, in their, in their life, that they want to work on. And what's interesting, they can come thinking they're going to work on something with their mother or something, and then it ends up being all about their job. Or it, they could think, oh, I'm going to work on something about my career, and then it ends up being about their relationship with their sister or whatever. It's just an interesting way it all pans out because the horse is like the detective and the horse helps to find what that person needs so and um, and a magical moment is each each woman gets a, a time in the round pen with a certain horse and um, and we were talking about it earlier uh, yesterday Becky and I were talking about that the horse chooses that person, and and then the horse helps choose what piece of work that person's going to work on. So um, this might be a great time, Becky, for you to say how Rowdy chose you. <laughs> Do you want to? Well, should we go into that? Yeah. Yes. Let's. Um, because this is one yeah. of those things that I just, I just would, like I said, I wouldn't have believed if it I hadn't seen it with my own eyes. So yeah. she's got these. She's got a group of horses that that are participate in this. And they're standing outside this, the pen. And when it's somebody's turn to go in the pen with a horse, the horses kind of, they just wait and decide which one's going to do it. And one of the horses will come to the pen. And then that's yep. the one that comes in. Because that horse, for whatever reason, has decided, I want that person. And so that exactly. horse comes in and works with you. And there was an issue in my life in the past that, um, you know, and it's on. Honestly, this was is what's so cool about it. I don't even remember now what the issue was, and within yeah. days of being there, I couldn't remember what the issue was, but because exactly. it's completely, completely gone. gone. So the way that yep. the way we did this with Rowdy is the um, you know in in the pen, the therapist. There's a therapist in the pen with you, and she just they don't ask you what the what the situation is necessarily. You can share if you want to, but. But we sure. took that. We, we took the situation. We put it in a an imaginary box, and then we yep. imagined picking up the box and putting it on the horse's back. And he was very patient. He stood right there, and he was nuzzling me and making me feel very safe and secure. And then yeah. we set the we set the imaginary box on his back, and he yep. took off running. It's like, yep. okay, I got this box now. What do I do with it? Well. There were still a few more minutes to go, but at the end of the session, he went outside the pen. Oh, this is this gets me. And I saw oh. him 
lay down in the field and he was rubbing his back on the grass like he was yep. trying to get this box off of him. Yeah, they call it rolling. Was, Horses roll. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was incredible. It and was I'm watching so this beautiful. thing and I'm going, I got goosebumps. he's taking everything that I just dumped on his back and he's getting rid of it for me. Yep. And yep. I thought, oh, that was the most beautiful thing I have ever experienced. And yep. I just, and after that, I couldn't, I really can't even remember what the situation was. Yeah. And I'm and just. that's what. We saw it happen over and over and over again, but it was, he's the only one that rolled on his back, but he's the only one where we placed an imaginary box on his back. Other horses do do it differently. And so that was They all have their own ways, just like people. And what's so interesting too is he, you know, it's one of those things where, like I said, horses live in the present moment and they're trying to get us to our wholeness, and they are getting us to our wholeness. They know that we can do it ourselves. They know we know what we need. So he was basically saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gallop away with this, and I'm going to go out in the big pasture, and I'm going to roll this off my back, and I'm going to get rid of it from Becky forever being there again. And what we call that is we, when you leave the retreat um, or leave a one-on-one coaching session with me, you leave it in the arena sand or the arena dirt, whatever you want to call it, but you <laughs> leave it there. And so um, we, there have been people that have done like 15 years of talk therapy with a therapist, a, you know, a licensed therapist, they can come and do an hour and a half coaching session one-on-one with a coach like me or some of the other certified coaches uh, through Touched by Horse, and they, within an hour and a half, that issue, that past trauma, that unfinished business is gone forever. <laughs> it is so magical. It is, like you said, if you hadn't seen it with your own eyes and saw it with all the other gals too, yeah, with all the things yeah. that they had done, um, you'd never believe it. And yeah. it's, it's the way that horses are wired. They're just, it's the, I always tell people, it's the reason they use them in therapeutic, not use, I like to say partner, <laughs> because we don't want to use horses. They're so magical. Um, it's the reason they partner with them in therapeutic riding programs, um, with uh, prisoners, they, they partner with them in, in prisons uh, to have people help break and train them. And, and you know, and the horse heals the prisoner and the prisoner heals the horse. Yeah. And they've even <laughs> matched wild Mustangs with uh, prisoners. And there's just magic in them. They are these, um, our teacher and mentor, Melissa Pierce, she says, they are one step from the fairy realm. They are, they are just magical beings. And another yeah, they really thing are. I love, they really they really are, Kelly. I just, you know, one of the oh, things that, just, that happened, uh, oh, I'm, I, I just want to share this real quick. One of the things that oh, happened go for it, was go for it. I was the first one up that day yes, to go were. into the pen. I had no idea what to expect, none whatsoever. All the other ladies are sitting in chairs outside the pen, and we're all just observing. Nobody says a word. We're just observing. Right. And I had no idea what was going to happen. I walked in the pen, and and then this horse comes in. And, you know, again, I've had some bad experiences with horses and, you know, which makes riding them very difficult, you know, for me. But um, but Rowdy, he kind of just cautiously because I think he knew that he sensed that that there was a little fear there, but he wasn't afraid of me. He knew I was afraid of him. And he came up to me and he and he nuzzled me just like on the arm, like it's okay, it's going to be okay. And then pretty soon he was just like nuzzling my neck and. And, he, and then I started walking around the ring, you know, as instructed to do that. So I walked around the yeah. ring. 
and he followed me, and he just stayed right oh. behind me, kind of pushing on my back a little bit, letting me know that he had my back. And yep. it was like, this is the coolest thing. I've just never, it just <laughs> even that, if we would have ended it right there, it would have been cool. But, yeah. but it then it like, went. like, this horse has my back. <laughs> yeah, but it just got, it got bigger and more meaningful. And, yeah. and the next thing I knew, I was, and, and all the women were just like, oh, my gosh, oh. I can't. I can't believe what we just witnessed, you know, oh, and it, and it was person after person after person. It was an all day thing because there were, I think you said eight of us, right? And each yeah. person spent about an hour in the ring. So we were there all yeah. day watching this. Right. But, but it's not like watching, you know, something slow and horrible. This was, this was amazing. Yeah. And People we couldn't, are writing couldn't in their get journals enough. And yeah, everybody yeah. has a journal and they're just taking notes of yeah. what this horse is doing. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is magical. And, yeah. um, just to tell you, cause you might not know this about Rowdy, he actually got my husband to go to the hospital one day. He would not take his nose off of Dave's chest. And it was, uh, it was actually, uh, not, not this Father's Day, not last Sunday, but the Sunday before, uh, the, you know, the year before, um, mm-hmm. he ended up, uh, Dave was having some, um, his heart was doing some weird stuff, and he's fine now, and everything's great, and uh, it was just some stress, and, but he ended up, he would not take his nose off of Dave's chest. And and Dave was trying to get his nose off his chest. And I said, Dave, this horse is telling you something. And then sure enough, Dave's heart rate was acting really funny and kind of stopping a little bit and, and he, and everything. And he went into the emergency room that night and, uh, and got his heart checked. And, um, and then Rowdy has actually licked people's tears off of their faces <laughs> he has actually bowed to people before, uh, b- b- crossed both of his little legs in the front. Well, I guess they're big legs, and bowed to people um, to give <laughs> them his full surrender. He's he's a magical horse, and um, and so many of them are. I mean, all over the globe, horses do this, and uh, they are they are trying. And they are succeeding in healing us um, and helping us to find our way and to find our way to joy and purpose and passion and and all of that. And uh, through the, you know, through the ability of these horses that are just so, I call them vessels from God. They are just, God just helps them to heal us. And it's just a beautiful thing. It really is, and I just, um, I, I, I just, I can't. So let me ask you. So you said that horses all over the globe are doing this. Um, so does this yes. mean equine therapy may be available all over the globe? Yes, it, it is, and there's all different types. There are some people that uh, do horses with, you know, leadership things, and they do games out in the arena, you know, with horses, and there's different, you know, names of it. This Mine is called equine gestalt coaching. Uh, there's different, you know, types you can find. Uh, there, I believe, Melissa's up to uh, 210, I think it is, graduates from her program she started 12 years ago, the Touched by a Horse program, um, EGC coaching and um and i'm one of those certified graduates and what's interesting i could go anywhere in the world ireland hawaii australia you know virginia anywhere there's a horse barn anywhere there are horses uh it could be a cattle ranch in eastern oregon it doesn't matter where it is anywhere there is a herd of horses and you can go out into that herd of horses and you can ask them if they would like to do this work and partner with you as a coach and 
they have the free choice of stepping up to do it or not, and the majority of them will step up and do it. And it okay, is so, so I, I have an offer. I have an offer for our our audience. We are now heard okay. in 113 countries. We oh, we pulled wow. a report of all of our downloads and people listening. And I have a map on my wall, and I put pins in every country that has heard our message at least once. And we have been heard in 113 countries. I'm very wow. excited about that. Which means if there are horses available in any of those countries where they're hearing us yeah. and they're hearing this right now. Um, I would love for you to reach out to me and bring, I get to come to, um, bring Kelly and me to your horse ranch, and we will do an equine therapy. I'm just going to watch, but Kelly's going to do it, and we're going to travel together because it'll be really fun. So I would love to see this just expand all over the globe in a really major big way because I think oh that you are such, the sweetest that is such so a beautiful yes, thing that you do oh, <laughs> just, well thank I you and if it. there's and also you know even if it's not me you know seek out finding someone doing equine coaching equine therapy because it is magical and they help heal you from mm-hmm. all the different uh, things that you know none of us get get through this life without some, you know, hurts and traumas and, and things that have shaped us into who we are today. And, you know, we all need more happiness and more peace and, and fulfillment in our lives. So anytime you can do any type of session with a horse, uh, especially if it's, you know, riding them's great. If you're into riding them, that's great. But the, the magic of working in, um, you know, in a coaching or therapy session with them is just something you will never forget. My uh, teacher and mentor, uh, uh, Melissa says, Melissa Pierce, she says, you will never forget the experience you have with a 1,500-pound animal. <laughs> and <laughs> I believe that, so totally. Listen, Kelly, yeah. we have to go out to break. So when we come back, okay. we are going to talk some more about, um, you know, maybe even overcoming the fear of horses or how do you yeah. approach horses. And we're going to talk about some of those things to overcome this fear and, and do this anyway because it is so worthwhile. So stay tuned. Awesome. We'll be back in a minute. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to keep our doors open and to keep this radio program alive. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can visit us at breastfriends.org. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Visit breastfriends.org and contribute today. Female cancers affect women, but women's effects are felt throughout our families, workplaces, and communities. Electa is driving advances in precision radiation medicine across our portfolio of devices. By enabling treatment that is highly responsive to changes in tumor shape, position, and biology, but doesn't compromise the health of surrounding tissue and the patient, we protect the moments that matter in the lives of women with female cancers and everyone they touch. Learn more at Electa.com. That's E-L-E-K-T-A dot com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
tune in to Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to becky at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to our program. We are talking with Kelly Grill about the benefits and lovely opportunities with equine therapy, why we should do it. And I know, Kelly, that there are a lot of people listening right now that are thinking, wow, I've never considered this before because I'm so scared of those hundred, what is it, 1,500-pound animals. They're yeah. huge. And, you yeah. know, again, I've had bad experiences, but um, but that you need to let go of that and find a way to make this happen anyway. So, Kelly, what I would love if you would do this for us, for all of our listeners out there that are just like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if I could do this, talk about you know, maybe some of the ways to bond with a horse, how to, you know, approach them, maybe the benefits of grooming them. Why don't we just right. spend a few minutes and let's just talk about that because I want to get this fear of horses out of people's minds so that they yeah. can open themselves up to the beauty of, of equine therapy. It is so amazing. So, Right. Go. Oh, well, great. <laughs> oh, I love that idea. So um, as you all can tell with me talking to Becky, I happen to be a little wound up, <laughs> just a little, right? So yep. <laughs> I have always been wired this way, and, but, but interestingly enough, I know that to be out with a horse, I have to ground myself. And so that is the first lesson or, or, or you know, bonding tip I would tell everyone is to get yourself grounded. Do a little short meditation, you know, whatever it is to get yourself, you know, breathing, you know, feel your breath, you know, listen to your heartbeat, feel your heartbeat and get yourself grounded. And the thing about horses is they sense fear because they are flight animals. You know, they are prey and, um, and we actually are predators because we eat meat and things. So the, the thing to remember is they just want to know that you're going to be their friend. And, um, also they love, you know, to feel you at peace and it brings them peace to feel you at peace. And so, um, so to just center yourself and to go out, and uh, we have one really, really shy horse right now uh, that we got just about a year ago, and she, um, I'm just now getting to where she'll let me love on her. I actually put my heart to her heart yesterday, holding around her neck, and, and it was just a beautiful, beautiful moment, and she's really coming around, and, but it's, it's taken a while, and um, she's, you know, come from a rescue situation, and so... And one of the things also, uh, to, like, with grooming them, they just, they just love to feel that you're not feeling fear. Because when you feel fear, it makes them anxious, you know? So, um, it's kind of like, I always tell everyone, they are just big old puppy dogs. I said, do you feel fear when you're petting your dog? And they're like, no. And I said, just treat them like a big old puppy dog because that's what they love. They love people to just feel like, oh, this person's so relaxed in memory. This person just wants to pet me and rub on me and groom me with a, you know, with a curry comb or a brush or whatever. And they just love that. They just love you feeling like, Oh, they're just 
part of the pack. You know, they're just part of the herd, and you're part of their herd. And so we did have a gal who specially took my retreat because her fear of horses was off the charts. I mean, you could see her pulse racing in her neck. She was just so fearful, and the first thing we did was she was the first person to go in that round pen with the horse. I had my most calm horse, uh, you know, be there for her, and all of them are pretty calm, but... Uh, and we just let her baby steps, you know, love on this horse, pet this horse. The horse did what Rowdy did with you. She came up behind her and, and showed uh, this gal that she had her back. She, it was like, I've got your back. And, um, and by the time we were done, this girl, this lady was just, oh, my gosh, putty in this horse's hooves and uh, <laughs> vice versa. The, uh, it was just amazing to see the bond that they were sharing. And my photographer got amazing photos of it. And um, it was just a magical moment. And then the thing that helped her the most, she had a uh, Labrador dog. And I said, I just want you to love on Ladybugs. Just the horse's name was Ladybugs. And I said, just love on ladybugs like you're loving on your black lab. And, um, oh, I think actually it was a chocolate lab. And I said, just love on, love on that horse like it's your dog. And, oh, my gosh, the bonding just started. And it was, it was just a magical, beautiful thing. And don't get me wrong. They are twelve to 1,500 pounds. They can step on you. They can do a quick movement and knock you with their head or, you know, whatever, because they are flight animals. And they do, you know, they do see something blow in the wind and you know wonder if that's a cougar or whatever but yeah but the thing is is just to just to be centered with them and to know that they are they're they do not want to harm you. They want to help you. They actually want to heal you. So if you can come at them with that mindset that I know that you're my therapist right now and you're going to help heal me. You're, uh, you're Kelly's co-coach or, you know, and you're going to, you're going to help me to get through some of this unfinished business in my life and bring me to more joy and happiness. So, um, it's, it's just a, a feeling of, um, you know, the bonding of just feeling at ease. If you, you know, if you can get your mind to go there and, you know, and it's baby steps. It's like skiing a mountain. First you have to ski the bunny slope. <laughs> then you can do the black diamond. <laughs> I, I get that. Um, no, that's, that's really good advice because they, they, I felt that, you know, and I do remember you said, explaining to all of us that morning that, you know, horses aren't prey animals. They, I mean, excuse me, they are not predators they are the prey and I never thought about that you know and horses don't attack other animals and eat them they are attacked by other animals you know so that does that made perfect sense to me so of course they want to feel safe you know they need to feel safe and so there was some talk about how to approach a horse because their eyes are on the sides of their heads they're not in front Um, and if they can see you coming toward them then they're not going to be shocked when when suddenly somebody's touching them that they didn't even know was there. Exactly. And, exactly. and then react. Yeah. So and why they, don't you talk about that just real quickly? Oh, and right. how to walk, yeah. so, how to walk around a the, horse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, and some people will like say, oh, don't, you know, don't walk close to a horse's rear end. But it's actually just the opposite. If you run your hand along a horse's rear end and walk around the horse and rub its tail and walk to the other side, they're like, oh, 
that person is there. Um, walking far out kind of from it, that's right at the kick area where a horse's full leg can extend out and get you. So you're better off, you know, rubbing on the horse, letting it know you're there. And, um, and the one thing about a lot of horses, there's very few that have the bad habits of biting or kicking or, or you know, the, some of the trail rides, the bucking ones. You know, usually they're really, really mild and good-mannered horses. And, um, and that's what we have here. Ours, you know, do not bite. They do not kick. They're, you know, usually when we ride them, they don't buck unless there's something that startles them. Um, and so it's, it's, um, it's all about just... Just letting them feel at ease so you feel at ease. And, you know, it's kind of like if you mirror them, you know, if they, if you can just, they're just calm out grazing or, you know, on a halter while you're petting them or whatever. And if you can just mirror their energy, and life is all about energy anyway. So, you know, it's just a matter of um, just giving them back what they're giving you. And, um, and like I said, and it's all about baby steps. And, you know, by the time this gal left who took the retreat on purpose so she could get over her fear of horses she was just like singing the praises of horses and she loved on all 12 of them and you know and it was just so beautiful to see mm-hmm. and um and you know she just she just is uh really glad that she did that and i always tell everybody it's like um you know just breaking through fear is like breaking through any type of barrier. Almost like if you're running a race and they've got that finish tape at the end of a race Mm -hmm. and you break through the finish line, it's the same with our fear. We just have to have faith over fear and just break through that and then you're on the other side of everything you want. That's, it's kind of like they say with, um, when you're, when you're wanting to, uh, have the best life ever, everything you want is outside of your comfort zone. Because when we're, when we're in our comfort zone, we're safe and secure. But when we step out of that comfort zone and take risk, um, that's where the magic happens. That's where, you know, someone afraid of horses takes the risk, gets with an equine gestalt coach or an equine therapist somewhere where they're located and, um, and feels the magic of that healing. And that is the same with our lives with stepping outside in our comfort zone and taking risks um, for anything we want, whether it be, you know, a new job we want, a new relationship we want, whatever it is we want, we got to get out of that comfort zone. And that's the same with horses. I totally agree. So again, <laughs> just to, just to kind of reiterate. So if you have an opportunity to be around a horse and you're scared of them, don't be, but there's a couple of things right. like Kelly was just saying, if you approach a horse, I, I was told that the best way to approach them is from the side because they can see you yeah. up out of that eye. Off. And then right. when you start touching them and loving on them and you want to walk around to the other side, keep your hand on them as you walk around yep. their backside and then just keep yep. your hand on them on their rear end and not, don't go under yep. the tail, though. That would be gross. Um, <laughs> and then up the other side, now they can see you on that side. But the whole time, they already know you're there. The danger yep. comes when, like, when they get startled. And so they get startled yep. when yep. you approach them from the back and they yeah. didn't even know you were there they may kick so don't right. don't it's, do that <laughs> just don't exactly. do that yeah it, and uh, i walked you know, behind that horse a million times and everything was just fine and dandy because absolutely. i followed the instructions yeah. and, and i he felt was, very safe you know, there wasn't one you know one ounce of 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 you know threat with rowdy with you he was no. he was completely there 
to be there for you. He was, and he, he was. was, you know, like I say, I think they're vessels from God and they just, they want to do, you know, some magical healing and, and help any way they can because yep. they, they live in such a beautiful, you know, here and now moment and they want, a, and happiness and they want all of us to do that too. I agree. Listen, kiddo, we are almost out of time, so I'm going to give you okay. the last the last uh, question here, and then we're going to get okay. some contact information, and then we got to wrap it up. So, um, okay. my question for you, because you're a happiness coach, and this all fits together with everything that you're doing, what is your best piece of happiness advice for those listeners who want more happiness and joy in their lives? That's a big question, oh. but I need a short answer. <laughs> okay, I'll give you give you the Reader's Digest version. Okay. okay. So the number one way to happiness, it's been studied, studied, studied. The number one way to more happiness and fulfillment and joy in your life is to express gratitude. And by expressing gratitude, I mean at least three, even better if you do five, things every single day that you are grateful for. And it can be in a gratitude journal. It can be on a post-it note. I don't care if it's on the back of a napkin. But if you write down three things every day that you are grateful for, you will find your life getting better and better and better and happier and happier and happier. And what's amazing is it's that old saying, what you appreciate, appreciates. So if you are expressing your gratitude... You know, you know, and we've got some tough times going on right now. Like you said at the beginning of the program, it is tough out there right now. So it we is. really need more happiness. So we if do. you're expressing your gratitude, you will start seeing so much more uh, happiness occurring in your life and so many more things Kelly, to be grateful Kelly, I'm for. I'm sorry, honey. We're, we're out of time. So I want you okay. to give people very quickly what's your email address or your web, website. Yeah. How can they reach you to okay. learn more about your therapy the therapy. website is the website is happy success ranch retreats with an s dot com and my email is Kelly K E L L I E speaks S P E A K S happy H A P P Y at Gmail dot com and I'd love to hear from anybody and um, and I wish you all so much happiness and joy and thank you for thank letting you, me Kelly. share. Thank you. Well, with that, we're done. Um, We will be back next week. And until then, remember, there is always hope, and we are here to help you find it. Thank you for listening to Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Please join Becky Olson again next Wednesday at 12 o'clock noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. There is always hope, and we are here to help you find it. We'll talk again next time.